the local church podcast, a podcast devoted to loving God, loving people, and making disciples. We'll be your hosts. I'm Pastor Ryan. And I'm Noah Gartland. What's wrong with you people? What up? What is this? It's like a... I thought it was kind of a cool new intro. It's hard to find no copyright music on YouTube. <laughs> Loyalty um, free, whatever. Royalty free, that's the word. This kind of reminds me of like some kind of like... It's a video game. It's a... <laughs> like no, like a, like a British like spy movie. But like comedy at the same time. <laughs> today. <laughs> on the, today's episode of... Bonkers and Willie. <laughs> hey, it is the 7th of September. September 7th? Yeah. How are you doing, 22. School's, um, school's in full effect for you. You've been like effect. rocking out the uh, old college days. Yeah. I'm uh, a, actually quickly approaching midterm. What? Area. Wow. Yeah. Man, that's fast. Dude, very fast. I feel like this semester is flying by. The question is, are you ready? No. You're not ready for midterms. No, I'm not. That's sad. We'll see, actually. Um, some of the classes I am ready. Some of them I am definitely not ready, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Uh, if you could give us a little synopsis. No, not synopsis. That's a bad word. Uh, give us a little blurb of like, if you're like, so you're talking to a local church folks, right? That's kind of what our podcast is. A local church podcast. So gmail.com. Give us an email. But if uh, somebody said, what do you do at a Christian college? Like what? What, why should a student right now looking at college, why should they consider a Christian college? Woo-hoo. Yeah. Uh, that's really good. So being in a Christian college, of course, we have things like chapel, right? Opportunities to gather for worship. Yeah. Um, we have, you know, Bible classes that are required for like all majors um, regardless of whether you're going there to study ministry, you're going there to study business, education, whatever it is, um, you're re- required to take certain like New Testament, Old Testament, hermeneutics, okay. sort of like. So there's a there's a foundation. Yeah, introductory classes. Yeah. I can't, I don't know if I can speak for all Christian colleges, but I can speak for Boyce College in saying that it really does equip you, regardless of what you're studying, to approach whatever job you're going to do after college. Through a Christian worldview. Nice. So that's yeah. kind of a, that's a big thing. So yeah. Yeah. For more on Boys College, Boys College at sbts.edu. I don't know what their website uh, is. Yeah. I, think, I don't know. Yeah. But I think Boys College could be a really cool uh, sponsor of the local church They're podcast. They're not going to sponsor our local church podcast. It could. I mean, we should send them an email. Definitely. Eh. <laughs> uh, there's a lot, there, there's a lot going on here at this local church. Uh, if you find yourself in Shelby County, Spencer County, Anderson County. Yeah. Uh, we're kind of centrally located uh, in Mount Eden, Kentucky. Yeehaw! MMBCKY.org is a good place to start. Kind of get to know us. Uh, visit us on Sunday mornings at 11 o'clock for worship, 10 o'clock for life groups. Uh, we'd love to get to know you uh, and serve you and help you plug in to serve this community. Uh, so we are a community of faith that loves God, loves people, and makes disciples of Jesus Christ. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's a good plug. 
Good plug. That was a good plug. It was good. Hey, we're walking through Malachi, and I, we picked one verse today because I think it's very, 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 very poignant and applicable to the culture that we find ourselves in on the 7th of September, 2022. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want to read the verse? It's Malachi chapter 2, verse 17. I'm going to give it a kind of setup before you read it. Yeah, go ahead. So Malachi is a messenger of the Lord. Uh, he is a prophet of the Lord, and he is speaking for the Lord to the Lord's people, to God's people. And he's saying, hey, you are God's covenant people. You have been in exile. Now you're not. The temple was torn down. Now it's not. Uh, and you are a covenant people. So get your act together is kind of what's going on here. Mm. Uh, he starts with a big, I, big topic like, hey, you are the people of God. Then he talks about the priests. We've talked about that for a couple weeks, that the priests are no longer instructing the people the right way, and they're making people to stumble or causing people to stumble, uh, which is a huge no-no for those who preach and teach uh, God's people. And then we get into today's verse 17, right after he talks about the priests. What does it say, Noah? Malachi 2, 17. You have wearied the Lord with your words. But you say, how have we wearied him by saying everyone who does evil is good in the sight of the Lord and he delights in them or by asking, where is the God of justice? Nice. Thanks. Huge. Uh, big verse. Now, that, now, there's a little more, a lot more that goes to this. This is a whole, this is one verse of a passage. Uh, so Malachi 2.17 goes into chapter 3. Um, I don't really remember how far it goes, but it goes into that uh, chapter as well, so it unpacks a bit more. But the people of God, they're wearying God, right? And they're, they're saying a specific statement, and they're saying that the evil people are seen as good. Um, and so they're asking the question, where is God? They're asking the question, why isn't God helping us? Why, why does it seem like the evil people in our world are actually good in the sight of God? The question is I have for you, Noah, and this is not scripted whatsoever. Mm. Why would something like this weary God that the people of God act like the evil in the world or the people that are doing evil in the world are good in God's sight? Why would that weary God? Ooh, yeah. So Yahweh, right? The, uh, the God uh, who has chosen the nation of Israel, right? Um, has also revealed himself to the nation of Israel, right? Through the prophets. Um, God has humbled himself in revealing who he is, what he's about uh, to these people, these chosen people. Um, and now they are getting it mixed up. They are getting it confused. Um, so I can understand how... Um, God might be described as wearied by the yeah. people who he has chosen to reveal himself to um, getting it wrong. Yeah, it's it's like they've forgotten that they are his covenant people. They're yeah. his chosen people. Like, he's made promises, right? And it's almost as if they're saying, I mean, think, think about where they are. They're back in the promised land. The temple has been rebuilt. They're no longer in exile. And yet they're looking around all these pagan nations around them, and they seem to be... <laughs> And, and and they're saying like, hey, why are all these evil nations prospering? Why are they all good in God's sight? It's kind of what's what's going on. 
And it's almost like they've forgotten that God has promised them a specific thing from Abraham to Isaac to Jacob uh, to David. Like, what? I mean, just think about where you would be as a people, as a person, just me in general, if I have forgotten the good that God has promised through his son Jesus. Right? They're, they've forgotten that they are covenant people. They've forgotten that they are, there's more coming, right? To wait on the Lord and things like that. This, when I first read this, I saw this as if it was like people were calling evil good. Uh, but that's not what was happening. They're looking around at the pagan nations, and those nations are prospering. And they're kind of not. They're kind of just in this ho-hum kind of state. Uh, and they're asking the question, like, where is the justice? Where is God? Like, you know, what's going on? Can Does this apply at all to our day today, 2022? I'd say so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm thoughtful of uh, the promise that is made to us in Psalm 1, yeah. right? Uh, blessed is he that whose delight is in the law of the Lord, right? This man who doesn't uh, succumb to wickedness, right? Who doesn't follow in the way of the sinner, but who delights in the law of the Lord. Um, so this is what Israel was to do. They were to delight in the law of the Lord, right? Do as God had commanded them. Um, and at this point, it might be as though Israel is saying, hey, listen, we've tried our best, um, but these pagan nations who know nothing of God um, and who don't even know God's law yeah. um, and who are rejecting us as his chosen people, um, they seem to be doing fine while we're <laughs> suffering. Yeah. Um, why do they have it so good? Yeah. They must be right and we must be wrong. Yeah. And, and, there are, and, it's, and, and the, the question, I think, Malachi puts forth is they're saying, where is the justice? Yeah. That's a big topic in our day and age, right? Especially there are a lot of uh, Christians who fall on the line of, well, justice looks like certain political ideas or certain, um, you know, I don't want to use this word social justice type stuff, but it falls in. Well, if you're not doing those specific things, you're not being just and the church isn't being just and things like that. Almost as if, well, the God of the Bible isn't just, and that's kind of the same thing that's, I mean, that would weary God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's big. Uh, but I want to read a passage from Hebrews. This hope this fits. Yeah, go ahead. Hebrews 13.8. Are you ready? Go ahead. It's a good memory verse. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Wow. How does that fit? That the same... Messiah figure that was promised in the Old Testament was the same then, it's the same now, and it'll be the same forever. Yeah. So when we look around at the world around us and we see evil things happening, the first question shouldn't be, where is God? Our first instinct should be, is to look to Jesus, who is the same regardless of what's happening around us uh, in the world. I want to blow your mind a little bit and the reader's mind. This is going to be weird. It's not going to be weird. It's going to be awesome. God is outside of time. In order for God to be a part of us, he stepped into time in Jesus. Jesus lived his life perfectly, fulfilled the law, went to the cross as a, an atoning sacrifice, was dead, buried, rose again, showing that God approved this sacrifice or, or merited this sacrifice of being uh, able to declare the sinner righteous through Christ 
and then Jesus ascends back into heaven outside of time. But when we think about the world as we know it, we're finite. We think about the clock, right? There's 60 seconds in a minute. There's 60 minutes in an hour. There are 24 hours in a day. There are 365 days in the year, so on and so forth. We get stuck in this idea that we're waiting on God to do something. We're waiting on God to fix everything. But when we look at Scripture, Scripture tells us that it is already finished. It's already been accomplished. And so those who place their faith and hope in Jesus don't have to worry about the circumstance they find themselves in. It's already completed because God is outside of time. Christ is outside of time. His accomplished work has already been done. We are just in the in-between now. And so even for the people of Malachi's day and the people of our day, we see all kinds of evil and atrocities and things. It seems like it'll never get better. Where is God? When is God going to fix this? He already has. Amen, brother. Yeah. It's it's a lot. There's a lot going on there in my head, oh, in my good. heart. Hey, there's a lot going on today in the world around us. It is. Yeah. I have been scrolling a little bit on some news, like what's some big news for today. Did you know that former President Barack Obama and Michelle Obama visited the White House today? Uh, I think I heard something about that. Something about some crayon drawings of them. I don't know. The official portraits were uh, unveiled today. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I I heard that in the speech, like the welcoming speech, former President Obama, uh, I guess mentioned the current president Joe Biden as Vice President Biden, like little Mean Girls kind of moment, nice. uh, snarky kind of thing. So the bromance may not be there like it like it I guess was portrayed. Think about your like I think we should do that for people in the church like official portraits. Like who? I don't know. Like we should we should pick somebody like every year pick a random <laughs> couple and be like it's time for your official portrait and then just unveil official portraits everywhere. Okay. Maybe kind of cool. Who's going to paint them? I think we should let our children's ministry paint them. Ooh, that's good. They let all the oh, kids do like an art class where yeah. they stand in the middle and yeah. all the kids are standing around in a circle awesome. with like uh, construction paper and cra- broken crayons. <laughs> that, I'm yeah, down yeah. for that. I think it's I think it's important to remember like your history, remember the former presidents, things like that. Um, official portraits, you know, a bit much. I think I don't know. I don't, I, I don't have an opinion one way or the other. I don't know. Just thought it was interesting. You got any big news? Any big news topics that you found? Oh, um, I did find one. Uh, so I saw <laughs> as I was scrolling through the news today that there is a um official minister of yeah. the Church of England. I guess that's what they're called. Official minister? minister of the Church of England. Is it a minister? He's, yeah, he's an ordained minister in the Church of England. His name is Randall. Yeah. Um, he is suing uh, a Church of England school after being fired um, no. for some comments that he made. So um, apparently in the Church of England, they have schools. This guy was a chaplain at one of those schools. Okay. And he had delivered some messages between some students between the ages of 11 and 17, I believe. Um, and in these messages, he taught the Church of England's official stance 
on uh, kind of LGBTQ issues. And in the end, he told the students, you must make up your mind about these issues. You don't so put it back in their court. Yeah, and he says uh, to these kids that you do not have to believe everything that society is telling you, that culture is telling you, that the LGBTQ movement is telling you. You don't have to believe it. And he gets fired for these comments. Wow. Actually, he gets fired because he is marked as a terrorist. What? Uh, he he uh, is a reported and flagged. What's wrong with you people? Right. <laughs> he is flagged as a terrorist um, and is fired from his job as a chaplain at a school. Um, and he is now suing this wow. uh, the mob school is in the UK yeah. over huh. his being fired. There's a couple things in there. One, that's a lot. Of I mean, it. yeah. One is he's. I guess he's doing. You say he's cha- chapel services, like for the school. Like, is that like a daily, weekly basis kind of thing? I, nah, I don't know. Wow. And then he's suing them. <laughs> yeah. All kinds of. Yeah. Let's talk about it. I don't know a lot about the Church of England, yeah. but this new story is really making me want to look into <laughs> it. Um, uh, especially like, wow. I'm, uh, the Church of England. I'm uh, since it's a, it sounds like it's a state church, but I don't know. I mean, he's probably not lorded over. That's weird, but he's probably like he has some restraints. Probably what he yeah. can and cannot say. You know, wow, wow, wow. That's a thing that we should look that Church of England up for the next podcast. You know what? See. Next podcast, we're breaking down the Church of <laughs> England. That's my news music. A local <laughs> church podcast versus the Church of England. Why? That's probably the response we would get. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody would listen. Hey, this day in history. You ever check uh, that out? Oh, no. Um, sometimes. Uh, Mr. Spencer, of guests we've had on before, does this. And uh, I looked up today, like this day in history, for today, September 7th. Nice. But on this day, September 7th, 1813, the United States gets its nickname, Uncle Sam. You know that? Really? Yeah. The name is linked to Samuel Wilson, a meat packer from Troy, New York, who supplied barrels of beef to the United States Army during the War of 1812. Wilson stamped the barrels with U.S., for United States, but the soldiers began referring to the grub as Uncle Sam's. Nice. Yeah. So when you say, "Hey, Uncle Sam," it's U.S. about a meat packer. That's cool. Yeah, that's what I got. It's good stuff. Hey, for some reason that made me think of a fun fact that I learned this past week. Okay, fun fact. Dipping dots. How's that related? Are, just listen. Okay. Just listen. Dipping dots. Okay. Are you familiar with them? Yeah, the little ice cream dots. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like them. R- Stop. Not really? A fan. Not a fan. Okay. Perplexing this, preferences. I was, I was about to say, <laughs> this fun fact just turned into <laughs> this week's... Per- prefer- per- perplexing preference. Perplexing preference. I prefer just regular ice cream over Dippin' Dots. Well, duh, but <laughs> Dippin' Dots is a novelty item, and... When they're available, you got I would rather have the freeze-dried ice cream than Dippin' Dots. No. Yeah. No. Perplexing preferences. Astronaut ice cream? Yeah. You'd rather have astronaut ice cream? When my family goes to a particular amusement park, you know, during fall break, 
we go to one ride that's about space, and at the end of that ride, you go into the little gift shop, and they have space ice cream or yeah. the freeze-dried ice cream, yeah. and it's amazing. Anyways, back to my fun fact. Better than Dippin' Dots. No, Dippin' Dots is way better. Here's one reason <laughs> hey, why Hey, if Dippin you're Dots- a listener, localchurchpodcast at gmail.com, what's your favorite, Dippin' Dots or regular ice cream? Or freeze-dried. How about this? Dippin' Dots against freeze-dried. Oh, yeah. Continue, Noah. Okay. Dippin' Dots, and this is one reason why they're better. Are you ready for yeah, this? Yeah, I'm ready. Is a local business. Dippin' Dots, <laughs> the home of Dippin' Dots. Yeah. Paducah, Kentucky. No way. Yes. You... Their headquarters is still in Paducah, Kentucky. Field trip. Field trip. <laughs> Paducah. Yeah. Well, that's way west, right? So, man. Yeah. Probably not going to drive out there, but. We should. We should go on Dippin' a... Dots, Paducah, Kentucky. I didn't know that. Did that's So, you're saying... Paducah, Kentucky is the birthplace of Dippin' Dots or like just where they now I'm pretty sure package it's the, the, birthplace. the product. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> so while you're looking that up, if you have a preference of ice cream, this is Dippin' Dots versus the freeze dry. Is it freeze dried? Uh, it's dehydrated. I, I don't know. No, cryogenically frozen. <laughs> it's yeah. Dippin' Dots versus the space ice cream. Local church podcast at gmail.com. Send in your votes, and I promise you, Dippin' Dots is going to lose. So, oh, no, 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 I got it right okay, here. Okay, bring it. Dippin' Dots was actually founded in New Grand Chain, Illinois, in 1988. Okay. Um, this guy started the business out of his parents' garage. It seems like all businesses start out of a garage, but originally invented as cow feed. What? Yeah. They were going to feed that. cows milk? The company is now headquartered in Paducah, Kentucky. Either way, it's in that? Kentucky. It's in Kentucky, baby. So we've got uh, a drink that I don't approve of. We have Kentucky Fried Chicken. We have baseball bats. Wait, and, and we have Dippin' You ducks. don't pr- approve of L8? <laughs> I do approve of L8. Uh, okay. But I don't approve of one of our major exports, I guess, from Kentucky bourbon um but you know those exports but now we can say dipping dots is kentucky yeah woo kentucky proud baby Yeehaw. you know what that means i don't know words of wisdom words of wisdom we kind of had to start with the same music or end with the same music we started with uh words of wisdom for today the 7th of september 2022 noah gartland what are your words of wisdom? Start a blog. Just do it. You've been thinking about it for months. Start a blog. That's it. Nice. So write down your thoughts. Write down things that got No, no. Stop just... trying to add on to it. <laughs> okay. Stop trying to complicate it. Start that blog. Start a blog. Come up with a fascinating name. No, stop. <laughs> Start a blog. That's it. Your turn. Go. All right. My words of wisdom for the 7th of September 2022 is this start a vlog get on YouTube no. start a YouTube channel and vlog your life give a little video about what your day looks no, like don't you dare perplexing preferences whatever you want to do <laughs> but seriously in all seriousness I think both words of wisdom blog vlog start recording what you're doing right now so that your children and your grandchildren your great-grandchildren can kind of see and learn from your life and your legacy and point them to Jesus. Remember, love God. Love people. Make make disciples. disciples.